Carlo's Iconic Bronze Site Sold Article by Suzanne Pender The Iconic Bronze Site has been sold with final contracts expected to close today, Tuesday. The site at O'Brien Road, Carlow, was placed on the market by its owner's commercial property firm Clyde Real Estate, with a guide price of €5.9 million Euro in April, selling therefore in record time. REA Southern confirmed to the Nationalist yesterday, Monday, that the landmark 30-acre site had been sold, but the company cannot disclose the buyer yet, as the legal process has not been finalised. However, it is expected to conclude today. It is a big day for Carlo, given that the purchaser will be using the brawn premises as a manufacturing facility rather than warehousing. Therefore, multiple jobs will be created, assured Harry Southern of REA Southern. It is a great day for the town and the county, given the pivotal position of the brawn factory itself, its visibility to incoming traffic from Dublin and Wexford, and its symbolism in the past as a showcase for the skills of a local workforce, he added. Mr. Southern said that details of the purchaser, intended usage and the likely job creation will emerge in the next week or so. Clyde Real Estate is headed by entrepreneur and former presidential candidate Sean Gallagher, who bought the former bronze site from Procter & Gamble in 2015. The complex extends to 20,587 square metres, which is 221,594 square feet, on an expansive site of 11.9 hectares, that's 29.2 acres. Built to a high specification, it was seen as a unique opportunity for occupiers and investors alike to secure a high-profile, fully-serviced property. Councillors reject 15% hike on property tax. Article by Suzanne Pender. Carlow homeowners will pay the same in local property tax, LPT, in 2022 as they did in 2021, despite the local authority seeking a 15% increase. Yesterday, Monday, at a special LPT meeting of Carlow County Council, a proposal calling for the rate of LPT to remain unchanged from 2021 was carried by a majority of members. Director of Finance Pat Delaney outlined the precarious position of the Council's finances, with a deficit of €2.99 million already indicated in the Council's draft budget for 2022. He added that 2.1 million relates to a shortfall expected in commercial rates for 2022, adding that this was taking an optimistic view of the recovery that local businesses will experience next year. We are facing into another challenging year with the legacy of COVID-19 and the uncertainty of the recovery of commercial rates, said Mr Delaney, adding that the council did not wish to have to consider a reduction in services. He stated that the Council, therefore, recommends the LPT vary by 15%, leading to an increase in Council revenue of €608,000. However, members proposed that the LPT remain at 2021 levels, which effectively is a 5% increase on the LPT base rate, with householders therefore set to pay the same in LPT as in 2021. This proposal was supported by 16 members, with councillors Adrian Wallace and John Casson voting against. Both had supported a reduction of 15% in LPT. 
and there will be a full report on the council meeting next week. Deadline looms for unique new journalism course. The deadline is looming for a brand new course in journalism and new media. This unique level 8 higher diploma in arts in journalism and new media, which is being run jointly by IT Carlo and Carlo College, will teach the practical skills you need for a career in traditional and new media. The one-year evening course aims to equip you with the writing, research and analytical skills that you'll need to make a career in the field of journalism, media and communications. It is the only third-level journalism course in the South East. Covering such subjects as news gathering and reporting, feature writing, digital journalism and storytelling, media law, values and ethics, broadcasting and media entrepreneurship, the course will involve two evening classes a week during the academic year, as well as seven Saturdays. Teaching will be a hybrid of face-to-face and online classes. The higher diploma runs from this September until May 2022, and with funding from Carlo Kilkenny Skillnet, will cost €1,000 per person. The unsubsidised price would be €2,500. Commenting on the introduction of the higher diploma, Dr Joseph Collins, head of the Faculty of Lifelong Learning at IT Carlo, said, We live in an era of fake news and misinformation. Anyone with access to a PC, tablet or smartphone can share what's on their mind by blogging regularly or tweeting continuously. I believe that a course such as this, with its emphasis on practical skills, knowledge and ethics, has never been more important or more timely. Helen Marr, Vice President of Carlow College, added, Both Carlow College and IT Carlow have a long history of providing courses in media studies and journalism. Given our physical infrastructure and academic resources, Carlow is ideally placed to become the centre of journalistic excellence in the Greater Leinster area. Ashling Ward, Network Manager with Carlow Kilkenny Skillnet, commented, In the ever-changing world of media, continuous training is not an option, but a necessity. But it must still be founded on the bedrock of a traditional reporter's skills. Carlo Kilkenny Skillnet is delighted to help make such a valuable course available to aspiring journalists. For more information or to apply for the higher diploma, email admin at carlokilkennyskillnet.ie. 33 people were recorded as homeless in July. Article by Suzanne Pender. Figures released this week show that 33 people in County Carlow are recorded as being homeless in July. The Department of Housing official homelessness statistics are published on a monthly basis and refer to the number of homeless people in emergency accommodation funded and overseen by the Housing Authority during a specific count week, typically the last full week of the month. Fianna Fáil TD for Carlow, Jennifer Murnane O'Connor, has stated that she will be in contact with the Minister for Housing following the release of the July homelessness report. The number of individuals in Carlow presenting as homeless is too high. Everyone is entitled to have a home and I will be in contact with the Minister for Housing on this very shortly, she said. Alistair's epic odyssey raised €57,000 in memory of the woman he loved. Article by Elizabeth Lee 
trip involved 2,750 kilometer cycle to Spain, which was followed by a nerve-tingling skydive. The heartbroken partner of a 31-year-old woman who died from motor neuron disease has helped to raise an incredible €57,000 for the association that helped take care of her. Scotsman Alistair Anderson embarked on a gruelling 2,750-kilometre bicycle trip that took him from the home he used to share with Ruth Staines in Dublin right down to the south of Spain to the town of Nerha where the couple first met. When he finally reached his destination after two months in the saddle, Alistair then jumped out of a plane to raise even more funds for the Irish Motor Neuron Disease Association, despite his fear of heights. Thanks to his actions, a cheque for a total of €62,000 was handed over to the charity after some of his friends raised an additional €5,000 from their own fundraising skydive. I can't believe that I've done it, Alistair told the Nationalist when he was safely on Irish soil. Ruth, who was the daughter of Jean and the late Liam Staines from Baltinglass, County Wicklow, and sister of Stephen, Mark and Luke, lived for less than a year after she was diagnosed with the fatal disease in May 2020. Along with Ruth's family and her friend Aisha, Alistair was Ruth's key carer, so he saw how fast and fatally motor neuron disease took over her life. They also saw how valuable the Irish Motor Neuron Disease Association is, so Alistair wanted to repay the kindness and respect they showed to Ruth. Without them, we would have been lost. The support they provided to Ruth throughout her illness allowed her to live a much more comfortable life. From mobility and wheelchairs, nursing, home care support, counselling, These were all critical services we depended on, he pointed out. Poignantly, it was on the very anniversary of her diagnosis, the 14th of May 2020, that a heartbroken Alistair set off on his epic journey from Dublin and Baltinglass, England, France, over the Pyrenees and down through Spain. The 2,750-kilometre cycle was physically and emotionally gruelling for Alistair. Ruth's friend, Kevin Wall, and her brother Mark accompanied him down to Rosslare to see him off on the ferry to England. There were times when he was joined by Ruth's brother Stephen, who cycled with him through some of the toughest conditions, including driving rain in England and a muscle-grinding ascent in the Pyrenees. After that, Alistair had to endure the unforgiving mountainous terrain of Spain, where the temperatures were getting hotter as he headed south. It just seemed to get more mountainous as I went on, It got really difficult, he explained. Alistair had never cycled at that level before and hadn't even trained prior to embarking on his journey. He was determined to keep going and to raise funds in memory of his beloved Ruthie and for the organisation that helped him and her family to take care of her. Ruthie was a very special person to anyone who was lucky enough to have known her or even shared a beer or cigarette with. Ruth was truly unique. Always the last to leave a party if you could get her to leave at all. I don't take it for granted for one second that I was so privileged to have spent so much time with Ruthie, he said in a blog post he wrote on his journey. Over the last year, the strength Ruthie showed throughout this horrific disease was unbelievable. The strongest and by far the most beautiful person I've ever met. Living every day to the full and never losing her sense of humour. She was an inspiration to everyone around her.
While the journey was to raise funds for the association, it was also a way for Alistair to keep Ruthie alive just for a little longer. We thought that we'd have five to ten years with Ruthie because she seemed so fit and well. It seemed like a million miles away that this would happen so quickly, he said, before his trip. Ruth and Alistair first met when they were both working in Nerha, Spain, when he was immediately smitten by her abundant energy and sheer love of life and adventure. It was a measure of her sense of mischief and adventure that she dared her brothers and Alistair to do a skydive with her, even though she was terrified of heights. But time ran out, and they didn't get to do that stunt together, so Alistair, to further boost the fundraising effort, did a skydive when he reached Nerha. It was absolutely terrifying. It was easily the most terrifying thing I've done. I'm terrified of heights. They made me go first because they knew how scared I was, he laughed. I said I'd do it if I reached €45,000, and when I reached that amount, I did it. Falling out of a plane is different, but I'm glad I did it. It helped raise the money, didn't it? Alistair, along with Ruth's brothers, finally handed over a cheque to the Irish Motor Neuron Disease Association shortly after his arrival home. After 2,750 kilometres and two months in the saddle, a leap of faith from a moving plane and a dedication to the woman he loved, Alistair finally handed over €62,000 to the organisation. It's quite a lot of money, isn't it? He smiled. If you'd like to donate... Go to Alistair's Dublin to Nerha page on the Just Giving website.